Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode 135, Who We Be. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend as we prepare for the work week, good people. I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is staying COVID free because we are still in a pandemic. But you know, the weather is changing, so we peeking out there just a little bit, just a little bit. Oh my God, we got so much to discuss, y'all. Um, you know, first and foremost. Um, you know, where do we begin? It's just, it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. So let's get into the shits. Let's get into the conversations. So damn America, will the George Floyd case determine the state of America? So, you know, the, the, the trial is going on. Um, it has been going on for maybe about four weeks now, I want to say, um, the prosecution is still calling all of their witnesses up. Let me tell y'all one thing I can say about this case that had that was way different than the Trayvon Martin case. Any case that we've witnessed, you know, when it comes to the police, um, the case with the guy that was in his apartment with the ice cream, everything. And we haven't even gotten to the Ahmaud Arbery case yet. They're not even, I don't think, on trial yet. So... What I can respect about this George Floyd um, prosecution team is that they came prepared, okay? They came prepared, they came to slay, and they want a guilty verdict, okay? Um, the witnesses have been on point. The doctors have been on point. The police chiefs have been on point. Everyone has been on point. Even when the defense gets up there, and they interrogate the witnesses, they have been ready for that defense team, okay? Now, you know, I was having conversations with friends, family, and, you know, this thing can play out in two different types of ways. It can play out good. It can play out bad. So with the good, you know, the verdict, if he is guilty, well, not if he is guilty, because he is guilty, if the jury found finds him to be guilty, the good would be that this will open a lot of people's eyes in America. You know, while a lot of people are out there screaming, well, why do black lives matter? What about white lives? What about all lives? This will show and set the tone in America if he is guilty. Now, if he is found guilty, sets the tone, there is some bad. 
And this is what I perceive to be the bad. The bad I perceive is that you still will have these racist ass cops, you know, racist people in general that will still target and treat black people, preferably black men, like shit. And they will essentially call it payback if you want to, you know, break it down in terms. That is what I perceive to be the bad. Now, I'm definitely not praying. Um, I'm definitely. Let me take that back. I am definitely praying that the outcome is going to go in the good way. Now, you know, if they come back with this not, not guilty verdict, baby, the world is going to be in flames. Because when I tell you that black people are tired, we are tired. We're tired. We're tired of having having to defend ourselves. We're tired of having to have conversations with people that just don't understand. We're tired of explaining things that don't even need to be explained. We're tired of video footage being released of unarmed black men being gunned down, beat, brutaled, whatever you want to call it. We're just extremely exhausted at this point. So it's just like, okay, we have this trial. Trial's been going on for so long. Every single person has said the same exact thing. Nobody's story has changed. Nobody's. So at this point, you know, it's up to the jury. It's up to the jury who consists of American people. And it's up to them to determine the fate, the fate of America, to be honest with you. Because, you know, not only is this determining the fate of Derek um, Chauvin, it's also determining the state and the presidents of America. And that's a lot to be a jury, a juror, like. That's a lot on their plate. I'm not going to even front. I'm not going to even, you know, make it seem like, you know, they don't really, you know, have that much against them because they do. They do. Um, you know, because they have to really, really determine how this is going to go and how this is going to play out. So, you know, this case is so... It's just, I know people may think I sound crazy saying this, but I may have to put this case up there with the O.J. Simpson trial because it's just so intense. It's just so much that's just riding on all of this. And, you know, you know, I, I saw where... Not too far from where the trial is being held, you know, young guy got shot by the police. 20 years old over the weekend. And 
you know, it's like 13 miles or 11 miles from where George Floyd died. And I'm just like, damn, like, oh, my God. What do the people not, like, I just don't understand what is not grasping here. Like, what's not... Like she mistaked her taser for the gun. I just, I just don't understand it. You know, I just don't get it. Um, but this case is very important. It's very important of how the world functions after this case. And when I say function, I mean how black people are going to be viewed. In America. And let me take how black people are going to be viewed because we already are viewed a certain type of way by some. It's going to be how the police are viewed in America. So all we can sit back and do and wish for is a guilty verdict because I'm telling you, if it is not guilty... It's a mess. Right now, it's a mess in Minnesota. You know, they having a protest. The National Guard is out there. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people are very upset about that, you know, last um, last encounter that happened, you know, over the weekend. I saw a post, and I'm going to read it. Um, it was on Twitter. And the post pretty much said, said, what kills me, more unarmed killings of black people by the police happen under the, under the Democratic administration and Democratic-run cities. Yet, we have seen nothing but executive orders and laws for every other group but black Americans. The silence of the black supporters is comical. You know how everybody, when, when she said that, you know how everybody was at first was like, oh, yeah, you know, Joe Biden, go vote for Joe Biden. Like all the celebrities, every last person, every person. Now that they done, you know, the administration is giving $50 million to um to hate crimes for Asians. They're giving, um, rewarding money to undocumented immigrants in New York. All these things, all these plangibles are going to all these other races. But black people, we're not getting nothing but constant videos of us getting mistreated every single day. Every single day. So, you know, Minnesota right now is really running on thin ice as far as just (laughs) with everything they got going on from the George Floyd case to the boy just getting, you know, shot and killed 20 years old, not too far from George Floyd. Hmm. I don't think Minnesota would have nothing to look forward to. So all I can say is they better get this particular situation right. Because if they don't, it's going to be a massacre out there. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a hot ass mess. And, you know, at this point, if it comes down to it being a hot ass mess and being in flames with a no guilty verdict, I'm all for it at this point. I ain't going to be 
talking shit and be trying to figure out like, oh, why would they do that to their communities? And why would they? Nope. Mm-mm. I ain't going to be doing that. I'm going to be right looking at TV. I'm going to be like, yeah. Oh, that shit burning? Damn. Let it burn. Oh, that's burning too? Cool. Because the evidence is there. Everything is there. Everybody's stories are the same. And if those people come back with a no guilty verdict, I hope, I hope they ready for the aftermath because it's going to be some aftermath for sure. It's going to be some. So George Floyd, this case is definitely going to shape America. It's going to shape America a lot. It's going to be, it may be like a rude awakening for America, a rude awakening. Just like, it's it's going to be, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. So, you know, Black people, this is what I have to say to my people. Please protect yourselves no matter what the verdict is. Because the odds are going to be against us regardless. Because the number one thing that is a threat to people is the color of our skin. That we are black. So, regardless of how this plays out, regardless of what the verdict is, black people, protect yourselves. Okay? Point blank, period. Protect yourselves. Because, baby, trust and believe, it's going to be a war. And I hope it's a war that the administration is ready for. I just hope it's a war they ready for. We ain't talking about no regular going in our, to Iran and dropping bombs. And no, it's going to be a war. And the word war is going to be in all capital letters because it's going to be crazy. Crazy. Now, you know, for some, I hope the ones that, you know, we're a little bad apples. You know, I hope it scares them a little bit, depending on the verdict, depending on how everything plays out. We hope that it will scare them. But the thing is, we can hope and pray that it scares them, but it may also make them more angry, more evil, and more doing of the devil's work. Okay? So, that's why I say, you know, this thing can go good or bad. It can go good or bad. But in the end, we always pray for the good, no matter what. Who Who is going to sit there and pray for the bad? Nobody that I know. That wouldn't even make any damn sense, you know. But at the end of it, at the end of it all, you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, black people, we just tired. We tired. We we we're exhausted, exhausted. We I don't even know if we have any more left in us to give. I don't even know. You know, after seeing that young boy, the body cam footage, and 
the officer yelling taser 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 but then has her gun it's just like what the hell is happening here these are supposed to be the people that's supposed to protect us like what's happening and then you know she's like oh shit i shot him yeah bitch y you didn't tase him like you don't know you, you okay let's just play this out because i'm i'm sorry i'm switching from george floyd but this is all like in the same area let's just you put your uniform on every day uniform is on every day you put the belt on it has the handcuffs everything you know when you're getting dressed for your shift you know what side your gun is on you know what side your taser is on so you mean to tell me in the midst of everything that's going on out there you grabbed your gun, but you yelling taser? But you didn't have the taser in your hand? Then on top of that, both of them, their weight is not even the same when you have it in your hand. I'm sure a taser is probably a little bit lighter than a gun, a loaded gun. And this is the excuse, you know. Listen. Listen. Listen, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to say that, you know, it's it's because of Democrats, because of Republicans. But what I will say is this. The administration ain't helping none. That's what I would say. Ain't helping none. And, you know, I was telling my mother today, black people, we some forgiving people. You know, it was almost like, okay, Joe Biden, Kamala, they need us. So let's go out there, gather around them, you know, get them into the office. And then whatever whatever it is that they do that ain't right, we just going to forgive them. And it's like, but why? Why are we so forgiving? Why are black people so forgiving? People can treat us like the shit on the bottom of their shoe. And we just so forgiving. So forgiving to other races. But not forgiving to each other. You know, <clears throat> the whole theory of black people can't stick, stick together. I think I said before on the show. And I just keep saying it. It all starts back from slavery days. In my opinion, you had the field slaves, you had the house slaves. Field slaves hated that they had to be in the field all day, hot, wrenching sun, picking the cotton, body getting all blistered up from picking the cotton. And the house slaves are in the house, air condition, perfect for them kind of grew a wedge between each other but one thing I can say is that when it came time to stick together when there was a certain mission when there was the mission to get freedom they were able to come together so I can say for the most part we do know when it's time to come together but it's like coming together to 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 vote in another white man demon devil white man 
Mm-mm. Nah. No. Not having it. But, you know, this whole thing, it, it's God will have the last say for all of this. He will. And he is going to really determine how the world is going to work. And unfortunately, the world we live in right now is evil. But he's going to come back and he's going to wipe all that evil away. You trust and believe it. But I just know that they better set the tone and they better set it to a way that it ain't going to cause no problems. Because as soon as they set the tone to be something else, America can hang it up. Y'all can hang it up. Oh, baby, y'all thought, y'all thought in the summer it was something. Shit. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet if that shit don't come back right. Y'all ain't seen nothing. No, I feel like the summer was just like a warning. <laughs> it's like a pre-warning. Man. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else do we have here? Okay. Oh. So, you know, Trump thought if he rolled out the vaccine earlier, it would have helped him with the election. <laughs> I ain't going to front, y'all. I know this. I know this is a little crazy, but I wish Twitter would just give him his damn tweet Twitter back so we could, because so we need to be entertained a little bit. Speaking of what the fuck he thinking, he already called Mitch McConnell. I think it's SOB, okay? Like, everything is coming out. They His administration try to, you know, downplay the virus with the CDC. Like, everything is coming out. And I just, oh, my God, I wish I could be a fly on the wall to see what his Twitter fingers is doing because, baby, I know he has some stuff to say. So, apparently, with this... um. Vaccine thing. So pretty much it just makes sense. You know, he wanted it to be rolled out before election because, of course, that will boost his time with, you know, getting elected, so say, because it would kind of show, you know, that he's handling the vaccine. He's serious. Would that would have helped him? Um, Maybe, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, I don't think it would have helped him that much that he, like, he thinks it would have, but... It probably would have paid, you know, played a part. So, pretty much here, Pfizer came out, the CEO, pretty much, and he did an interview this past week, and he told them that Trump said, "Um, let me see what it said." Yeah, told him that before last year's election, that a coronavirus vaccine could help his chances of getting reelected. So, um, pretty much, you know, Trump just encouraged him, would call him to encourage him to get the vaccine out quickly. Uh, but he also would emphasize that. But so, so he wanted them to get the vaccine out quickly. But the CEO, you know, he emphasized that, you know. Trump was never pressing him to do something that would be inappropriate with the vaccine. It was pretty much just him calling like 
come on, y'all. Like, y'all got to get this out. Like, you need to hurry up and get this out. Like, this could look so good for me. Like, get this out. Um, So, you know, I think he said, too, like he said, you know, a few times, um, there was a few times that he, Trump was telling him, you know, they need to, you know, they need to hurry up. They need to do it fast. And then, you know, they need to, you know, do it quickly. People are dying. And then he will also add, you know, of course, it will help me also in the election. But people is the important thing. So that's good. To, that's good to know because, you know, shows Trump has a little bit of heart there because he's caring about the people. Yeah, okay. Um, so it, it, the Pfizer was the first vaccine to be approved. So in December, he's saying... Um, that he acknowledged that he too wanted to get the vaccine out as soon as possible. I guess the CEO did, but said he made it very clear to both Trump and Joe Biden that the development would move with the speed of science. So pretty much, pretty much saying like, hey, I know y'all want to get these vaccines out here. I know how this will help both parties, X, Y, and Z, but you know, we can't rush this. We have to work on the science. We have to, you know, make sure that we're developing this correct, you know, vaccine because this is very, very important. You see how, you see how people in position of power do things just to benefit them. Even though he added the piece in there, you know, people are dying. He really care about the people dying. Why the fuck did Trump think you got fuck did y'all think that Trump cared about people dying? He didn't care. He wanted to keep the economy open. Okay. Then, you know, you have Joe Biden who people thought that he was gonna shut it down for another three months. So Joe Biden gonna come in here and shut this down. No. He ain't shut nothing down because he saw how the economy was and he knew they needed to get stuff back up and running. He ain't done nothing for as far as the virus, but roll out vaccine doses. That is all that Joe Biden has done in regards to the, to the virus and be like a mask mandate. So when it comes to the virus, if they want to do a survey on that, the ratings for me are very low because they haven't done anything. Nothing. It has practically been the same way that Trump has set it up with the governors running every fucking thing. It just goes to show you how people just want to be in charge. People want to be in position of power. And they don't care how they're going to get it. They don't care if they got to hurry up and rush out a vaccine or if they got to cheat while at the end of the night all the numbers go up. <clears throat> That's what Trump said. I mean, they don't care what they need to do. They just want to reclaim or keep position of power. And, you know, right now, it's just so many speculations with this vaccine. You know, I remember Trump saying at the um, debates that, yeah, you know, we're going to have a vaccine now. And I'm sure if Biden and them wins, they're going to try to take credit for it. Listen, that's like, that's, you know, that's what's happening right now. But, um... It's just, it's just crazy that, you know, people's lives are in jeopardy and, you know, people's livelihoods are in jeopardy and people are just doing things to, you know, to fit them, to fit whatever they got going on and not even thinking about people, you know, not even having a heart. 
So I wasn't surprised when I saw that. I was just like, okay, I mean, he doing whatever he need to do to gain him back into the office. That's no surprise to me. I mean, it's Trump, for goodness sake. Like, what did we, I mean, like, what did y'all expect? Did y'all expect something to be different than that? Because if y'all did, I don't know why. Because there wasn't going to be anything different at all. Nothing at all. So the way that it played out is the way that it was going to play out. Now, the thing with this vaccine, since we're talking about it, you know, a vaccine should be a choice. It should be a choice of something that you want to get. And, you know, right now with the whole thing, you know, they're pushing it. You know, I do think it's going to be a thing where people want to want to travel. So they're going to try to, you know, make it mandatory. It's going to be a lot surrounding this all because, you know, the vaccine and this virus has became so political and it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, when I saw that article, I wasn't like alarmed or just like, okay, yeah, sounds like Trump. Sounds like something that I would expect him to do. Nothing, nothing different. You know, it's Trump for goodness sake. So, of course, he probably called him and was like, well, you know, what y'all doing in there? I would love to be on the phone on three-way because I know Trump is hilarious. Listen, we know Trump is a lot of things, y'all, but y'all can y'all can't front. He kept y'all get he kept y'all day going with the crazy shit that he was saying and tweeting. Okay, can you imagine being on a phone call and he's talking to the Pfizer people trying to get them to hurry up the carry up the vaccine? Can you imagine how that would sound? Oh my god. And then after he got off the call, if it was not going the way he thought, he would have tweeted us and told us. But Twitter done suspended them, so we can't even get the damn tweets. Like, they just need to let him out of Twitter jail at this point. Like, he's not... What more damage could he do that America has not already done to the world? Like, come on, y'all. Just just let him out for a few. Just a little, just a little peek. Damn. Because I want to know. I want to know how he doing in... Where he at? In Florida, Montego Bay or some shit down there with Sylvester Stallone. Hmm. Now I'm sure people are going to try to disown him. I feel like Sylvester Stallone. Was he the first Robocop? No, no, no. I don't think that was him. I think that was somebody else. Okay. Hmm. But, you know. So, you know, damn America. The topics, you know, today. <sighs> I should have I should have did some topics and said, "Damn America, America, <laughs> America better hope that this verdict goes right and America is not inflamed." I'm telling y'all, it's gonna be a war out there. It's gonna be a war. It's gonna be terrible. Man, they thought they had something when Freddie Gray died. They ain't seen shit. They ain't seen shit, but I hope they get it together, y'all. That's all I can. That's all we can do is just pray. That's all we can do, Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, um, she is 
She's a younger girl. Hold on, y'all. I'm just trying to pull her up here. She's a young girl from Nigeria. Yep. And I found her really interesting. Okay, she's 26 years old. Um, She's a Nigerian athlete who won the Taekwondo gold medal while she was eight months pregnant. That's why she's my rising star because, listen, women, we can do everything, okay? This girl power, this black girl magic. Um, So her name, I'm going to spell out her name because I don't want to pronounce it incorrectly. Um, But her first name is Amet. It's A-M-I-N-A-T, if I'm saying it correct. And her last name is Idreas, I-D-R-E-E-S, okay? So she won the gold medal, like I said, in Taekwondo at the National Sports Festival. And um, she managed to win the mixed Pumse category of the... um, of the Tai 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 Taiwan, y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, of the event, um, which is held every two years. So she pretty much, you know, she said it was such a privilege for her. She just decided to give it a try after training a couple of times, and she said it feels really good. She said before she got pregnant, she's always enjoyed training, so it didn't seem different, you know, with her pregnancy. And she also won other events. She won, like, a silver medal in the female team category and the individual bronze in the same category, and that made her the leading medalist at the festival. Ain't that dope? That's dope. Uh, so the gold medal that she won, that was the first for um, Lagos State, for Nigeria. And she said that a lot of people don't understand what Taekwondo is actually about. She said, I feel this is an avenue to educate people about this. She said Taekwondo has two branches, the compact sport and the pomse which is a form of exercise, just displaying the hand and leg techniques in Taekwondo. Um, she participated in a Pomse event um, because I guess she probably did that because she's um, was eight months pregnant. But shout out to her. Like, I think that is dope. Like, that's really showing some intense beautiful black girl's magic now she did get some negative comments about her participating in the event but who cares she shut, you know she shut them down the event organizers shut them down so you know sometimes girl you just gotta shut your haters down so if people were worrying about oh why would she do that while she was pregnant she got cleared she was certified and she was cleared to participate and she's been training for months prior to her being in the tournament. So she didn't feel like it was a risk, she said. She said she's decided to give it a try. She talked to her doctor. You know, her doctor as well, they're organizing the body of the games. Um, They certified her to fit, to participate in the non-contact sport. Um, She said she felt more, she said, I felt there wasn't much risk attached to it. So she gave it a try 
And she said her doctor was good with, like, organizing everything. So, I don't see what the problem is. But, girl, we lift you up. Okay, Black Girl Magic. I think that was beautiful. I think that was dope. And I loved it. Okay? Loved it. All right. So, okay, good people. People, people. Let's really get into the sheets. The sheets. All right, y'all. So let's get into the twerk some segment. Woo. I gotta start drinking my Prosecco for this one, y'all. So, first and foremost, let's, you know, I want to start off this segment with remembering DMX. So, you know, I titled this episode Who We Be because that's one of his songs, and I love that song. Love it. And, you know, of course, all of us know, you know, DMX passed away this weekend. And, you know, the way that the way that everything played out in the media with this, it was just so sick. It was so sick. I saw a post um, where somebody was just like, you know, I couldn't really mourn him as a fan because of everyone wanted to be the first to announce his passing. Like, you know, it's come to a point where social media is really the devil. You know, it can be a gift and a curse. It can be good for some, bad for a lot. And, you know, it was just crazy how you're not really, pretty much, it was just like I saw a post and somebody was like, Oh, well, TMZ hasn't reported it. It was just like, damn, in order for you to be dead or order for you to be doing well or whatever, it has to come from TMZ. Like, that was just crazy to me. And then it was just so many conflicting reports, so many things, you know. And it's just like, damn, what respect do we have left for the family? Like, do we have any left? Like, what's happening here? So, you know, with me, when it comes to this whole situation, you know, we're podcasters, you know, podcasters are journalists, um, gossip sites, you're journalists because you have to present a story. You have to come with actual and punctual facts. When you're a journalist, you're writing. So you're researching. And this is what you're supposed to do as a podcaster. This is what you're supposed to do as a blogger. And, you know, everybody was just so quick. This site, that site, this site. It was just, it was just sick. Sick. And, you know, one thing I loved about DMX, you know, there will be, there will never be another DMX. Never. You know, this is someone we grew up with when we were children in the 90s. You know, we loved him in all his movies, Romeo Must Die, Belly, you know, classics. And, you know, one thing I will say with his transitioning, I will know and I feel in my heart that he definitely transitioned peacefully because one thing I want people to take from DMX and from us remembering him just as long as we need to not even need to, just just remembering him, period, is he was a man that knew the Lord. Every clip I came past, it was not a clip that DMX wasn't praying. It was not a lyric that connected him 
to his Lord and Savior. And I'm not going to get too much into it or be so preachy, but that's what really stood out for me. And I know that him coming home and him going to the gates of heaven, it was peaceful. And I know that he is happy and that he is loved where he is right now. And, you know, I just appreciate Swiss Beats for allowing us and giving us a verses to celebrate him because, you know, there will never be another sound like DMX. It won't be. And I don't care what nobody says at all. I don't care. But it it just won't be there to that magnitude at all. So, you know, I pray for his family. I pray for his children. I pray for all of his friends. I pray for the Rough Riders. And I was glad that we were able to see the Rough Rider Chronicles to get the more detailed story of how everything played out with DMX. And I appreciate it. I really do. And I appreciated him. And I will always, always be a fan of his. Always. Always. No no doubt about that. So, you know, we love you, King. We do. Rest in peace. Um... Y'all, so I, you know, I I saw that series called Them on Amazon. So I'm pretty much finished almost. I'm on episode nine. So I'm just going to give you for what I know for so far. But I'm telling y'all, it's a must watch because it kind of breaks down a lot of what black people. When I tell y'all black people are tired, we tired. We exhausted. It kind of lays out, you know, the how the, um, purchasing a home process you know like this family i'm not gonna say too much about this series or going to death in it but i loved it i love the idea behind it i love the directing i love the casting i loved it all and i know a lot of people were on lena's neck because of you know an article that was presented in a magazine but this one right here, y'all, I can't just cancel her because she, this body of work is beautiful. You know, a lot of people just like, oh, I'm getting tired of seeing black trauma, you know, in our faces. You know, sometimes we need a remembrance of that trauma. And it's not even about us seeing it. It's about the world seeing it because of the platforms that it's being shown on. So, you know, I recommend it for sure. It's a series that you definitely won't be disappointed. You probably have some, you know, speculations and you probably just be like, well, what the hell is happening here? Like it was some moments. It was some, but not that many. But it was it was a little. It was a little. Um hmm. And you know, back to DMX, you know, Carrie Washington, she done tweeted something crazy and it was just like, girl. <laughs> Why would you even tweet that? Why the fuck would you try to compare Prince Philip to DMX passing? Girl, it's not even the two. You know, it's just like, where's Olivia Pope when we need her? Because Olivia Pope had a little bit of common sense, okay? Like, what you doing, girl? Like, some people... Now, I'm telling y'all, y'all, the world of social media is dangerous. People, Some people use it and need it for attention because they're not getting it elsewhere so it was just like girl why the hell would you tweet that they tore her ass up in the comments and I was one of those people I was just like girl why would you even compare there's no comparison whatsoever 
Prince Philip, he wasn't shit. Okay? Not compared to this girlfriend man. Okay? Just not going to work out that way. And I love... Girl, so you know how I always said, you know, I can't claim Tiny no more as my cancer birthday twin. Even though though her birthday is the same day as mine, I can't claim her. But the bitch that I am going to claim is that sweetie baby, okay? Because she's a cancer. Her birthday may not be the same day as mine, but she's a cancer, honey. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on that Quavo got to her, Bentley repoed, and my girl came back with a cute little message to let y'all know bitches i still got the keys okay listen cancer's for the win let me tell y'all me being a cancer if you shit on us if you do anything that we think is just out of the ordinary we will you just don't want to get us upset Okay, you don't want to get us upset. You don't want to think you're getting over on us. You don't want to think you're cute. You know, all of these things. Uh Uh-uh, because we will come right back at you, honey. Okay, right back at you. And that's exactly what my girl did, and I loved it. Nigga, please, you won't go take something back. Like, why would you even give it in the first place if it was supposed to be a gift? If you couldn't afford it, like, what? Child, he hurt. Quavo hurt. Because if you doing songs and talking about that, you hurt, boy. Hurt like shit. Hurt. All the way. Hurt. Just like, you know, Khloe Kardashian, she hurt. She come give us this long drawn post because a good photo of her got leaked of her looking herself. And she gives us this whole outline. Like, girl. Chloe's self-esteem, her insecurities have gone down to the ground because she's trying to keep up with all these women that Tristan is cheating on her with. Because like I said on my Instagram, when she was with Lamar, she ain't care about how she looked. Girl, she was dressing. She was horrible dresser. Okay? She was a horrible dresser. I don't even think she really did anything to her face. She didn't do anything. Like, you know, we knew her as the fat sister. Because that's, you know... Well, she was, shit. But, you know, she done got with Tristan. He done cheated on her with all these women. Everybody is, like, slim, thick, nose, you know, very exotic looking. And she done went, it's, you know, it's not even about the filters or nothing that you're using, girl. It's not even about your body. It's not even about you, you know, being slim. What we're trying to figure out is you need to leave your face alone. Like her nose in one photo was so smushed in and so like pinched in that it looked terrible on her face. It didn't even go with her face. Like it it looked bad. So it's like, girl, you giving us this long, drawn ass post and then posting on your story subliminal showing off your body. Girl, we don't care about your body. We caring about your face. Okay, your body is fine because you're lying about your body any fucking way. Yes, we know that you work out, but you have to work out to keep up with all them surgeries that your body done had. But your face is what we're talking about. Your face every day of the week, every holiday, every uh, season change, you got a new face. And so we just don't know what face we going to get. We don't know. Is we going to get the regular Chloe face for the month of January? Or when February come, is we going to get the pinched nose? Like, 
we don't know what we're getting <laughs> when it comes to you. So that's more so what people was questioning, girl. I don't think we even needed it. I don't even think we think about it is the Kardashians, you know, y'all keep talking about, you know, people doing X, Y, and Z. People the reason why people are so tired of y'all is because y'all address things that we don't give a fuck about. Okay. Now one thing I can say about Kim. Kim ass is happening in the bug and the rug that she ain't got rid of Kanye ass. And even though they're trying to say, you know, Kanye is so happy to be done with Kim because he was in a sunken place. No, bitches. I think Kim was the one in the goddamn sunken place dealing with a Gemini. Okay. Listen, my bitch is giving Beyonce I ain't sorry video vibes because her and her kids looking like they're going to be just fine. Smiling from ear to ear. Bitches wearing color. Okay, she ain't giving us no nude and gray. The bitch is in lime green bathing suits, okay? So she's happy, okay? She's happy. So listen, sometimes with the Kardashians, we just don't need it, y'all. Like, just keep that shit. <laughs> like, we don't need no long, drawn explanations that y'all had y'all publicists right. Because we know damn, damn well you ain't right that shit. So, okay. Um... Hmm. You know, Michael B. Jordan had a picture that came out with that little purple on. And I was just looking at it and I was just like, I just kept looking. I was like, well, where Turtle at? Because <laughs> I ain't seen him in Turtle post in a long time. So, like, where, where's she been? Because this picture right here is giving something else. And it ain't giving Turtle. Okay? It ain't giving... I'm with Turtle and we having a good time. It's given. I need to cover something up. Something else is going on. You know, rumors may be true about what the people was hearing about me. Okay. And when it came to Turtle and y'all relationship. Okay. If y'all don't know who Turtle is, Turtle is Lori. Okay. They called each other Turtles and shit. Now, if Turtle was trying to make future mad or whoever mad because you know future was her last boyfriend i mean the convincing that y'all did was cute but i guess it done stopped because i ain't seen no pictures of y'all no more i guess the publicity train is over your show was coming his show was coming out on amazon with lauren london so i guess they don't need each other anymore you know they done they done parted ways i guess one turtle done went to the Atlantic Ocean. One turtle done went to the Pacific Ocean. I don't know. But he looked crazy as hell with that goddamn purple shirt on. He looked, it was giving some vibes that I don't know about. That's what it was giving. It wasn't giving no good vibes, y'all. It really wasn't. And, you know, Diddy and 50 is shirt. You know, these bitches want, like, it's like they enjoy being passed around. Like, it's just like, okay, well, I got a Birkin out of this nigga. Let me go to that nigga. So, like, Diddy was just with Miracle Watts. Now he's with 50 Cent's second baby mother after he done wrote this article piece to the executives. Meanwhile, Black Rob is in the hospital and has several strokes, ain't got nowhere to live. And Diddy was on his level, on his, he was on Diddy's label and Diddy's laying up whatever people bitches. Child, a priority show. The priorities. And people like, oh, you know, the hip hop community needs a union. So when it is, you know, people do people dirty. Yeah, y'all do. 
And y'all do need a union. When y'all talk about the union, don't involve P. Diddy in it. Because P. Diddy is one of the reasons why some of these artists don't have protection in every goddamn thing else. Because he is what you call greedy. Okay? Greedy. Greedy. Okay? Greedy. Um... You know, with the Joe Button podcast, y'all, I'm trying to figure out where is Rory and Mal. Like, I saw that he had, like, different people in there. I haven't listened um, for a minute. But, you know, when I'm on Twitter and see things, I'm just like, okay, what is this giving? Like, did they have a falling out as friends? Is it money? Like, when exactly are we going to get an explanation for this? Because, you know, Joe is still going. He didn't got somebody else to replace them like you know drake trolled him a little bit so i'm just trying to figure out like what is really happening here i mean to be honest with you i can't see nobody else on the pod besides rory and mal because the energy and their opinions and observations they were what makes the show you know like nobody wants to fucking listen to joe button like, who wants to listen to his narcissistic ass? Like, nobody. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that's playing out. I really don't. Hmm. That's quite interesting. But, hey, we'll see. Um, so, what you won't do, okay, is ask my husband if his dreads are a weave. I don't know why that came to mind. I don't know why somebody would think to even ask that question. But the only way I can think that somebody would ask that question is they're just not, they're just, they just ain't smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I guess it was just like, maybe they think that all black people wear weed. I don't know. I don't know why they asked that. But, you know, it was very disrespectful. It was quite, you know out of the ordinary and I just didn't find out you know where it came from but it was a little odd to me so you know hmm, I don't know um but you know this is the episode this is episode 135 who we be um my you know the title of the episode is my tribute to DMX may he rest in paradise um I just hope everyone, you know, have a wonderful work week, y'all. It's going to be some intense weeks coming. Black people, my people, I just want and pray for y'all protection. That's it. Protect each other. That's all we can do. Protect each other. Um, You can download the pod on all platforms. Follow us on all social media networks. Um, It's Shanghai underscore Chronicles on Twitter. And Shanghai Chronicles on Instagram. Um, also, anyone that wants to become a sponsor for the pod, please reach out to us. You know, get in my DM, send me a message, and I would definitely respond as soon as possible. Okay? So, you know, I hope yet again, you guys have a wonderful work week. Rest in peace to DMX. And I'm out.